throughout the last few weeks, I've really been reflecting on how I got into the career of teaching and why it's something that I have been called to do. And in this reflection, I found that through years of exploring different career paths and direction, I've come to the conclusion that teaching is my calling and I've continuously come back to it. Started in about kindergarten, I told my mom that I wanted to be a teacher because I really, really loved my kindergarten teacher and actually still have a relationship with her to this day. Um, and for a really long time, I held on to that goal of wanting to be a teacher. Um, but then as I approached secondary school and then going into college, I experienced some, I had some challenging experiences and kind of rerouted to, to psychology because I wanted to help people that had gone through similar things, and it was just something that I was really interested in. Um, I've always been really passionate about emotional well-being, interconnectedness, and healing from hardships and trauma, and I thought that going towards psychology and therapy was the one way to have a career based on that. But then I kept realizing after going to undergraduate and starting social work that I kept falling back to teaching, and I couldn't really ignore that anymore. Um, so I decided to switch careers and focused on education and then became a paraeducator um, for a special education class that was focused on emotional challenges, um, behavior, and trauma. And as soon as I spent some time in that class, I was like, you know what, Th this is it. And I really felt that sense of calling to, to be a teacher and specifically a special education teacher. Um, and I absolutely believe that teaching is part of my journey in experiencing connection and community. Um, I honestly have never felt more at home in a community than I do while working at a school, both with fellow teachers and with the students that I get to build rela relationships with. And I find so much fulfillment in building those relationships, especially with students that are pretty closed off to begin with or have those like emotional resistances. That is really where I feel most at home. And I kind of discovered after going back to different to working in a school that I can make an impact that I was striving for while working as a special education teacher. I don't have to do that just specifically through being a child therapist. Um, I thought that I could only address those through a social worker or therapy setting, um, but I can actually use my background in psychology and mental health to address those things in a classroom and honestly reach more students and help them build the relationships and skills that they need. Um, and in the same way, I've actually found that it goes both ways and students can really teach me how to become a better teacher in person also. And so I, I definitely think that this has become really my calling what I'm supposed to, to do in my life. Um, but in reflecting on that, I also have to kind of look at resiliency. Is that something that's super important as an educator and then just as somebody walking through life? Um, I think that resilience is super important for all people to have in schools and their careers and um, their personal lives. In reflecting on this, I, I do acknowledge that I've led a pretty privileged life as far as like what my identity is. I am a white Christian woman that is currently um, middle class, even though I did grow up more on the poverty line. Um, but yeah, I definitely have had some times that required that level of resilience. Um, as I just mentioned, I grew up in a family on the poverty line and was denied a few opportunities that my peers had as far as extracurriculars, resources, and different experiences. And in some ways, I did feel like I had a limited connection to my peers. Um, 
because they were able to participate in some things together and I just didn't have that opportunity. Um, but in order to maintain my resilience here, I saw other ways to build those connections and different activities that wouldn't impact my family financially in the same way. However, um, there's been one primary experience that I've had that really helped me learn higher levels of resilience and actually just really required resilience. Um, without going into a lot of detail about what that was, while I was an adolescent, I experienced pretty severe trauma and abuse that re removed me from a lot of connections to my peers, my close friends, and my family. And I really lost a lot of relationships and a sense of who I was as a person. And while I definitely don't feel like I had a lot of resiliency or I didn't feel like I had a lot of resiliency during that experience and I do still have those lasting effects, I really was able to utilize resiliency to finally remove myself from that situation and build relationships back. Um, and something that I've learned is one of the primary ways that I've always been able to remain resilient um, is through one with my relationship with God and keeping my heart and mind on those that I love. So interpersonal experiences and relationships have really been my driving force through most of my personal challenges and um, in my career. And resilience is absolutely important and essential as a teacher, no matter if we're teaching special education, general education, or even the environment of our classroom. Um, and I anticipate having to use resiliency specifically if I'm struggling in a classroom management, student behavior, or if I'm just really having a hard time get, getting students to um, have achievement in their academics, just if we're all struggling together. Um, and I know that every year will be different and we can prepare, um, but we have to use resiliencies to help ourselves and our students. Um, specifically, I'm thinking a lot about being able to adapt to change um, as an aspect of resilience because in classrooms, every year is going to be different. Every day might be different and we need to be able to adjust to those changes either in our instruction or if something arises in a student's life. And specifically as a teacher that's aiming to work with children with emotional challenges or trauma, I'll definitely need to be able to use resilience um, as I get to know their, my students and their backgrounds. Um, this will definitely have a really large emotional impact, especially with my background. And so I'll be able to need, I'll, I will be, need to be able to handle that and take care of myself emotionally while I work with those students. Um, in order to thrive as a teacher and not just survive um, working with children, I think that a primary thing will be able to build supports and relationships with other educators in my school. And I think that having a team will definitely help us support each other and get through those hard times and offer resources and collaborate so we're not fully alone. I think that also being prepared, so prior to each term, I need to ensure that I'm really prepared for changes that might come up. So we can't always predict what's going to happen. We can prepare for it. Um, and then finally, in building resilience as a teacher and being able to, to thrive, I think that it's really important to create that balance and be able to take care of myself emotionally and physically so that I can be fully present as a teacher and not distracted or lacking anything that I need. Um, and finally, I think that my relationship with God and my faith is going to have a huge impact in my ability to thrive as a teacher. Um, I definitely look to God for guidance and continuously reflect on my path of what I'm going to be doing as a teacher. Um, also, in reflecting on my career and calling as a teacher, in addition to resilience, we need to look at cultural beliefs and experiences that affect my educational philosophy and my choice to be a teacher. 
um, and specifically in regards to social justice. Um, a, de a desire to make an impact in social justice is impacted my desire to be a teacher really, really significantly. Um, as I spoke about earlier, I had been working toward a career in social work, and my program was really heavily focused on social justice and highlighted the oppression that so many children and individuals face. And I was really moved by this and wanted to find the best way to approach that. Um, at first, I wanted to be a therapist um, for children struggling with emotion and trauma. But I started thinking about the limitations and that children don't always have access to mental health services or their family is not aware of the services or willing to pursue them. And so I thought that as a teacher, I would have more opportunity to identify those children in need and advocate for them to get the services that they need. So access to more children and um, services. And so it wasn't just those that had already been able to make it to my office. And then also really focused on providing that nourishing and safe classroom for those that don't have it at home. Um, and then as I've continued to learn about social injustice in schools, specifically for minority students, English language students, and those with disabilities, I have become have more of a desire to become a teacher and make sure that all students in my classrooms have those equal opportunities. Um, and I'm really grateful that I have received an education in culturally relevant teaching, and I'm looking forward to utilizing that as I move forward. Um, and then finally, I, I need to reflect on how my educational experiences has impacted my current philosophy. And so going all the way back to my early education, I went to a really small rural K through 12 elementary and middle school. And um, it was a really great experience. We had small classes and individualized instruction just because there were so few of us. And so I became to really value small classes and the building relationships with our students. Um, but my high school experience was, was a lot different. Um, it influenced my philosophy in a different way. Um, while we still had small classes and vocational opportunities, there were few social or emotional supports, especially when something traumatic or harmful occurred. Um, in addition to that, there were really very few racial minorities in my hometown, and this really limited my awareness of cultural differences and the oppression that many experienced. And so that's not something that I began to learn about until I moved on to university. And so it was definitely something that I had to catch up on and learn about, especially because I am part of a really privileged um, identity and culture. Um, and then finally, my experience at APU and my previous social work program really have had positive impacts on my educational philosophy. Both have really validated my focus on prioritizing emotional well-being of students and providing that secure environment before even really focusing on academics. And APU has helped me to understand different approaches that are required in order to meet students' needs, including like UDL, um, cultural relevant teaching, and differentiation. These things aren't things I really knew about before. And so I'm really grateful for learning about that and being able to utilize that in my own philosophy. And it's also really helped me to understand that students all learn differently and I can use tools that I've developed to adjust my philosophy and my teaching to meet those individual needs. Um, so as I move forward and get closer to having my own classroom and working as a special education teacher, I'm really glad that I get to reflect on my experiences and my philosophy and so that I hold those strong as I move forward.